The Mind Aware, 98. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. (laughs) Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll Mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. (laughs) What I found to be the secret. (laughs) Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So what are we doing here? Really, we're all building businesses. We're out there. We're wanting to get more abundant. We're going out doing the things that we need to do to be successful. And in a way, there's this almost kind of a cry that goes out more, 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 right? This is the path that we seem to be on so much of the time. Well, what if I told you that there was a different way to think about money? There was a different way to think about success. There was a different way to live your life. And and I know you're going to find this just as interesting as I did. I've got such an interesting guest today. Her name is Lynn Twist. You probably already have heard of her because she's the best-selling author of The Soul of Money, Reclaiming the Wealth of Our Inner Resources. She's the creator of The Money Course. We're going to talk to her about really the nature of money, the soul of money. What is it that we're all doing here? I can't wait to talk with you about this. Welcome, Lynn. Oh, thank you, Dana. It's a pleasure to be with you. Now, I actually heard you say one time, you cannot reach prosperity through the doorway of more. More will always give you lack and make you want more. And I think that that's probably a really good starting point for our chat today. Could you tell me a little bit more about what that means? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit more about what that means? Well, um, actually, what I refer to when I say that is the cultural conditioning that we all are swimming in which I call the lie of scarcity. And the lie of scarcity is a strong statement, particularly the word lie, but I mean to say it deliberately because we live in a world that promotes and actually undermines our experience of satisfaction and prosperity by having us always think we've got to have more. And when you're focused only on more, you never realize what you actually have. And when you don't realize, recognize, nourish, appreciate what you already have, you can never have that experience of prosperity because prosperity is prospering in the great fullness or the gratefulness, the great fullness of what's already there. And so if you do prosper and nourish yourself and acknowledge and recognize what's already there, just like we know from all kinds of other communications and teachers, what you pay attention to actually What you nourish, what you spend your time focusing on, gives you the expanded experience of that. So another way of saying what I'm, I think you're getting at is what you appreciate, appreciates. Mm -hmm. What we appreciate, appreciates. The other thing that I should say here just to get us going on this interview is that we all swim in a cultural condition around money 
that I think is false and creates a whole lot of suffering, a whole lot of anxiety, a whole lot of hurt, a whole lot of feeling wrong and bad and that you, you know, just feel like you've screwed up with money. And everybody feels that way, including the global billionaires. I know it's hard to believe that, but I've worked with some of them and they think they need more too. And that's insane. And we all know that. But because it's a mindset, not a reality, it's an unconscious, unexamined way of seeing the world that we're all caught in. And what I really love to help people do is free themselves from that mindset so they can make a difference with what they already have. And out of making a difference with what you already have, it will naturally expand. It's a whole other way to go. And I tell you, it really does work. Yeah. And well, the reason I, it's such a perfect fit for this show is because so much of what we're talking about is similar. We're just coming at it from a, a different angle. And if you haven't figured it out, everybody who's listening, don't you just love all the little fun things that Lynn does with words? Isn't it so fun to listen to all these little axioms and make them so easy to remember what you appreciate, appreciates and so on. And so let's start. Maybe you can tell everybody a little bit more about this cultural conditioning around money that we have as a starting point. Well, money was invented actually 4,500 years ago by human beings, our predecessors, for the purpose, the express purpose of empowering and enabling people everywhere to have everything that they need. You know, before that, we had a barter or a gift economy where I uh, fixed your shoes and you gave me a pig or I grew corn and give you corn and then you, you know, you built my house. So we were exchanging goods and services, but often it wasn't really a match. So if I wanted to fix your shoes and I actually needed a pig and you didn't need your shoes fixed or you didn't need new shoes, then I was up a creek. <laughs> so I had to find someone who did need their shoes fixed and had something that you needed. So you need corn for your pig. So if I fixed the corn grower's shoes and he gave me corn and I gave that to you and you gave me a pig, everything was fine. But that was very complicated. So we actually invented, I mean, it sounds so dorky and simple, but it actually is exactly the way money got invented. We invented money to ensure that everyone had equal access to what they needed and wanted. That was the original purpose of money. And if you if you draw a line from that moment when we created money to now, money's gone way off that purpose line. Rather than ensuring that everybody has what they need and want and that there's equity and equality, money now is used to marginalize, to control, to dominate, to manipulate, to withdraw from some people and have other people have way more than they can possibly ever need. All along the way in these 4,500 years, some money historians say it's 3,500 years, but anyway, it's a, it's a ways back there. All these instruments and financial tools got invented like interest, like banking, like derivatives, like the stock market, et cetera, et cetera, that kind of screwed up that whole picture. And now money is actually off its original purpose line and it's used to manipulate, control, marginalize and leave people out. Actually, we succeed at the expense of each other, which was never the intention of money. So we put money in the foreground and our commitment to exchange goods and services with each other so that everybody has what they need in the background, and we've got it reversed. And so the unconscious, unexamined mindset that we're swimming in is more, 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 more. There's not enough to go around. Somebody's going to be left out, and I don't want it to be me or the people I care about. Mm -hmm. And that creates an us-and-them relationship in our economy, in our world, in our mindset, in our hearts and, and souls, and is a, a real, um, a lot of mischief around 
money. So I call that the lie we tell around money, and it's the source of our suffering. But we can free ourselves from it. It's not that the money system's going to change. We're going to be caught in it for a long, long time. But we don't need to be a slave to it. I love where you're going with this and describing this and the lie of scarcity and the way you're describing this. And I want to dig into this a little bit, too, about the feelings and how we feel about money, because I know one of the things that a lot of our listeners are doing right now is they're cultivating more and more feelings in themselves about being abundant and about having enough. Because when you appreciate what you have and when you feel more abundant and when you're living a life looking at the wonderful abundance and riches that we all behold, when you open your eyes and see them, that it actually opens a doorway for getting what you want. But more importantly, it opens more of a doorway for happiness. Mm -hmm. And so how much of a connection do you think with prospering, quote unquote prospering, has to do with being happy? That's a wonderful, wonderful question. I think the source of happiness or joy, or actually, uh, let me use the word contentment, because happiness, although absolutely fantastic, and I am totally all about happiness and being happy, at the same time, I think what people also crave is contentment, which is a little bit different. Happiness is in our constitution or in our preamble, the pursuit of happiness, something we're always kind of chasing and hoping to attain at some point. But contentment is a place you can realize you already are by going in inside, by actually calming down, by having a at that moment where you spend some time instead of acquiring or accumulating, actually reveling in and luxuriating in and uh, being in what I call the gratefulness or gratefulness of what you already have. We did an experiment, a friend of mine did an experiment with some kids very, very privileged kids in New York City who went to a very hoity-toity school. All of them were extremely wealthy. And she asked them to make a list of all their privileges, what they felt they had a right to. And uh, they listed, oh, uh, that someone has my dinner ready when I go home, the, the privilege of being able to go to the best school in New York, the privilege of having a driver for my family, the privilege of this, the privilege of that. They got kind of competitive and nasty with each other and all trying to list more better stuff. Our summer home in the Hamptons or this or that. You could say the person who did this experiment, quite ugly. And then she asked them to let that go and erase all of that in their mind and in their heart and ask them, what are they blessed with? What blessings do they receive? What are they blessed with in their life? And they listed completely different things. They listed things that they share with other people. They listed the opportunity to live in a family that feels prosperous, a a family that can share with other people, going to this synagogue or this church, being in a a city that has so many opportunities for for joy and entertainment and participation. They they, They listed things like, you know, the Central Park, things that are free. And it was a completely different experience. The countenance on their faces changed. The, the way they uh, felt changed. They were content. They weren't edgy. They were sweet rather than competitive. They were collaborative and sharing. They all realized how completely deeply blessed they were. And that's just a little illustration of getting out of the rat race, the mindset of scarcity, more, 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 and dwelling, actually dwelling in what I call the house of sufficiency, the exquisite experience of knowing that you have enough, you are enough, 
And that when you're in touch with the enoughness of your own self, your own life, your own possessions, your own opportunities, you want to share them with other people. And it's all about giving rather than taking. It's all about what you allocate rather than what you accumulate. And in that action of allocation, sharing, gratefulness, contribution, collaboration is the experience of prosperity, contentment, and I would also say happiness. I think we misunderstand what actually gives us a sense of our own prosperity, well-being, and integrity and wholeness. We think it's more of stuff. And yes, it's good to have more income. It's great to have more clients. It's really important to have your marketing strategy work. But if it's coming from lack rather than enoughness and what you have to offer and the incredible gifts and blessings that you have that you want to shower on other people, if it's coming from lack and need, it actually will never satisfy you and you will never be happy, even even for a fleeting moment. That's part of the kind of key to uh, actually unlocking what I call the the miracle of sufficiency, which is the doorway to true prosperity and abundance. Well, and the thing, too, is really this is about having the good life, you know, mm-hmm. being able to live the good life, have the good life. I love that word enough. I really appreciate you bringing that up. We've been playing a lot with the concept of I am enough, the mantra of I am enough, and it's enough. And so just nice fit, nice mantras, very, very, very good. Lynn, actually, I don't know if I mentioned it yet to everybody, so I want to make sure and pass it on that you actually have a really awesome money course for people who this resonates with and you're thinking, you know, I would like to have a better relationship with money. I want to feel better and just be happier around money or better yet, be more content, feel good, feel like I'm making allocations rather than accumulations, feeling like I'm living in my joy rather than chasing after more. And so do you have a link we could share for that? Yes. Well, I love that you're giving me the opportunity to talk about the money course because this Money Course is a nine-month course. It begins in about a month. It is the best work I've ever done in my life, and I'm doing it with Tammy White and Dave Ellis. You can learn about it if you go to the site, themoneycourse.biz, B-I-Z. And I can't tell you how incredible this course is. We can only take 100 people, so it's it's very limited. But every single person who's taken this course, this is our fourth year, has had absolute total miracles in their relationship with money. In one case, a a woman who was making something like um, $150,000 a year hit a million dollars the year she took the money course. Another man increased his income by $186,000. Another young guy who was actually unemployed got a $400,000 salary job. Now, that makes it sound like it's all about money, and it is. But also, people completely got rid of their student debt, their credit card debt, They got a handle on their spending. Tammy White, who's a a financial literacy expert, can teach people very simple skills that many people don't even, haven't ever really been taught about budgeting and cash flow and, um, and investments and savings and then interest and how it all works. And, you know, everybody sort of feels like they know that or thinks they should know that. But who teaches us that stuff? I mean, unless you're in an accounting class or, you take economics, most people don't really have those skills and they don't really have their arms around them. And uh, Dave Ellis is an uber, uber super coach. So the three of us have a lot of experience with money and fundraising. So the three of us do a course that just knocks it out of the park. 
we're the money course biz and we're doing preview calls. The preview calls are only 20 minutes long and you'll get a good taste of it. But we're so excited about this year's going to be our best course ever. We can only take 100 people and it's going to be, I promise, every single person takes that course will have a miracle in their relationship with money. And more importantly than the financial miracles will be peace and freedom in your relationship with money, your relationship with taxes, your relationship with your retirement, your relationship with your children or your spouse, that sort of edgy, you know, scary experience people have when they start talking about money with their partner. That has gone away for every single person who's taking this course. So anyway, I, I'm sorry. I love that. Uh, I want to give so cool. No, I want to give that Earl again. It's the moneycourse.biz, the moneycourse.biz. And we'll make sure we'll have that on the website too for you to check out because I, I think you're speaking to the heart of a lot of people who are listening right now. And if you haven't picked up the book, read the book, The Soul of Money, and it'll really give you an outline of how so many of us are programmed around money. And to be able to have some kind of an intensive like this with such three amazing people who've transformed their own relationships with money and been able to see money flow in such a different way. I mean, this is a really nice opportunity, and we're glad to present it, themoneycourse.biz. We're going to take a really quick break here. I'm talking to Lynn Twist. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Lynn what her best tip is for you to start today feeling more content about where you're at. We'll be right back. Do you ever wish you had someone you could call for advice about your business? Maybe you want someone to look over your marketing strategy or evaluate your Facebook page. If so, then Buy Your Side from the Mind Aware is for you. Learn more at joinbyyourside.com. Buy Your Side is a program where you have access to the best experts in the area of direct sales, marketing, leadership, social media, and more. That's joinbyyourside.com. And we didn't leave out mindset or your personal goals either. By Your Side has happiness, nutrition, fitness, and tapping experts too. It's your one stop for the best advice for the best you. Check out joinbyyourside.com and have the best coaches by your side. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm having a really nice talk with Lynn Twist. She's the author of The Soul of Money, Reclaiming the Wealth of Our Inner Resources. And she's the creator of The Money Course, which is an intensive, like if you really want to transform your relationship with money and not only transform your relationship and how you feel about it to feel better, but to actually have more of it flowing in because you've changed the way you look at it. You've changed the way you see and feel about it then you definitely want to check out themoneycourse.biz, which she's got going on right now. You know, this is not a lot of opportunities to be able to jump on board with something like this. So check it out quickly because this is a, a timing thing. We're lucky to have her on now. So, Lynn, I think you've spoken a lot of words that really are a direct hit with our audience. Our audience is not only about wanting to have prosperous lives financially, but wanting to feel good about that financial flow that's coming to them and wanting to be able to do more in their lives with it, but also just to be more content and have a good relationship with their money. And so if I was a listener right now and you were giving me a piece of advice on how could I start to just stop that money chatter? How could I stop thinking about it so much? And what would be your advice? 
something very, very simple that many people maybe already do, but uh, to do it in this way, uh, in consistent with what you just said, Dana, is to keep and really be rigorous about keeping a gratitude journal before you go to bed at night and actually write down the three things that you are most grateful for that happened during that day or more. And why this is so powerful is because we mostly wake up in the morning and we're late, we're, we don't have enough to wear, we don't have enough time to go to the store, we don't have enough time to get our kids to school. You know, it's a, it's a there's not enough experience and go all the way through the day, there's not enough time for this, there's not enough of that, there's not enough of this, there's not enough of that. All the conference calls, all the meetings, all the everything are about what we don't have enough of. And then we get home and it's kind of late and we didn't do this and we didn't do that. And then we try to, you know, answer a few emails before we go to bed. And then the last thing most people think about before they go to sleep is what I didn't do today, hmm. what I didn't get enough of, what I didn't do properly, what I have to dribble over, oh my God, until tomorrow, what I didn't get enough done. I know from the heart of my soul that when we end the day with what I accomplished, what, and it was sometimes we don't even notice it because of all the stuff we haven't done or the stuff that's dribbling over till the next day. But what I accomplished, my significant accomplishment of the day that I want to own and claim and cherish and the three things I'm grateful for that happened today or that I am in touch with before I go to bed, you'll sleep more soundly, you'll, your sleep will be sweet, you'll go into the sweet territory of silence, as Angelus Arian says, and sleep and wake up content. Uh, number two, you'll, get, uh, you'll exercise a muscle of sufficiency and enoughness and gratitude and contentment for the day, whatever happened that day. And then you'll also exercise the what I call the compelling, irresistible conversation for gratefulness and gratitude. Gratefulness and gratitude. And you'll feel full of gratitude when you go to sleep, of the gratefulness of your day, and then when you wake up in the morning, you'll be fresh and ready to roll again. And it makes a huge, huge difference to do this. I can't tell you how, what a difference it makes. It's like meditation. You know, it's cumulative. The more you do it, the more those muscles get exercised. And the more grateful you are, the more fullness happens to get manifest in your life. Love that. I'll tell you another really great benefit. This is such a match for our brain trainers out there because you know anything you do right before bed goes straight into your unconscious mind too. And what a fantastic thing to be feeding your unconscious mind, feeding it all those things you're grateful for. Awesome, awesome tip, Lynn. Thank you so much for being here. This was really so nice to have you here. I want to remind everybody to head over to the money course dot biz the money course dot biz and we'll include the link on the site but you want to go check it out now because it's starting now it doesn't happen all the time you're just hitting a really good window when if you want to shift your relationship with money you can check out this transformative course right now and have an opportunity to join so thank you so much for being with us i really enjoyed this thank you too dana and really let me just say to everybody it takes some courage to take on your life with money uh, the way the money course does, and it takes time and energy and commitment. But if you do it, wherever you are in your life, whether you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s or your 50s or 60s, 70s, 80s, it's time, and it really will pay off for the rest of your life. So thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you all of you for listening. I hope I see you in the money course or on, on my website, thesoulofmoney.org, or read my book. And stay in Dana's world because it's a 
beautiful, wonderful, prosperous world that she's creating for you and listening into. Thank you. That's so lovely. Thank you for saying that. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Do you really get what Lynn's saying here with money? This is about transforming your relationship with money. And it's so nice. She gave you something you can do right now. Right now, you can start to exercise that muscle of contentment. This is how we do it. We're changing our relationship. The culture may have given us a bag of goods, but we get the choice now to switch that up and change it up. And it's all about you being aware, making a decision, and you know you can. You know you can start to feel more content, feel like you're enough. Start doing those mantras that make you realize that, hey, this is a good life I have. I can be grateful. I can appreciate and watch it appreciate. We love that you're able to to play in this sandbox. Do this right now. Jump right in. Start that gratitude journal at night. Start thinking about the blessings you have because we are all blessed. And I'm so happy that you're here and we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. That's essentially it. You know, having hundreds or thousands of people paying you for information. The secret to making serious money month in and month out. And within a few days, I'd be able to start producing so much value. Get your pair of socks of the month.